Welcome to Open to Hope Radio with your hosts, mother and daughter team, Dr. Gloria and Dr. Heidi Horsley. These shows are brought to you by the Open to Hope Foundation and are dedicated to Gloria and Heidi's son and brother, Scott, and to all those who are looking for hope after loss. Now, Open to Hope Radio. Welcome to the Open to Hope Show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Uh, well, Heidi, uh, it's May, and it's May 6th, and we are getting ready for Mother's Day, right? Yes, we are. Mother's Day will uh, be... In a few days, right? Yeah, it'll be on the 9th, Sunday, and uh, we're, the show's posted on Thursday. Uh, so a tough day for a lot of people, um, not only if they've lost a mom, but uh, if they're a parent, uh, parent who's lost a child or, you know, it, the, one of these holidays really bring things up for, for people, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting because um, I work with a child that uh, had a mother die, and she said she, she's little. She's, you know, eight years old. One of the hard things is it's schools prepare in advance for Mother's Day. You make cards, you make gifts, et cetera, in the school. And it was very, you know, she's not wanted to go to school because of all the preparation and everything that they're doing for mothers, and she doesn't have a mother. So I think, like you said, this this holiday brings up a lot of stuff for people that have loss around their mothers. Yeah, and I always think it's good to um, be kind of forewarned, you know, to think about the fact that a holiday might be tough for you and to plan what you're going to do that day. And, and it, it is only one day, though, and uh, uh, sometimes the anticipation is worse than the day, don't you think, Hyde? Yeah, I think the leading up, like this little girl's doing, is, is that's the anxiety-provoking part. We don't know what the day is going to look like, and it's very anxiety-provoking to, to move up to that day. And it also brings back thoughts of all the past Mother's Days you've had with your mom, and I think that's really hard. Absolutely. Well, I think we're going to have a great show today because I think for all of those folks out there maybe that are finding Mother's Day to be hard, we're going to talk today about finding your personal power for change. And our guest, Barbara Huffmeister, has got some wonderful ideas about how you can deal with your thoughts and how you can find hope again. So Heidi, uh, do you want to say a little bit about Barbara? I'd love to. And Barbara is joining us today from Germany. And uh, my mom's in San Francisco and I'm here in New York City. And Barbara is, like my mom said, going to talk to us about finding your personal power for change. She's the author of the book, To Be or Not to Be, The Choice is Yours. And her, her books and training take people from where they are today to where they want to go. Barbara offers hope and support to those who have suffered loss, helping them to build confidence and belief in themselves to actually, again, walk towards their life's goals. Hi, Barbara. We're happy to have you here. Oh, hi. Nice to have you. It's great to have you on the show today, Barbara. And, uh, and I really enjoyed uh, looking at your book. It's a wonderful book, and, and what a wonderful lot of ideas that it has in, in there. To be or not to be, the choice is yours. I know that it's going to be a great help to a lot of our audience out there today because uh, they've lost hope. They've lost understanding of where they're going and, and what they're going to do. And I, and I wondered, I wanted to get right to it and talk about how you how you find out who you are after a loss. Do you think that's difficult to know who you are after a loss? Well, I think it's quite challenging because I lost my mom last year and, uh, mm. I mean, we are approaching Mother's Day, so, of course, thought is very much with her. And especially when you, lo- when you lose your last parent. You know, mm-hmm. my father passed away 11 years ago, but when you lose the last parent, it's like, yeah, this feeling that the wall that has been holding you up and supporting you all your life, you know, the one person that loves you unconditionally, no matter what happens and no matter what you do, 
is gone. And uh, I found that, I mean, I am not a spring chicken anymore. So mm-hmm. I thought, you know, and I, I saw it coming, but, and I didn't think that it would make such a massive impact, but it was incredible. I suddenly felt lonely. I felt alone. I felt, uh, yeah, left. Oh, left probably without, without roots, right, Barbara? Kind of without roots. I mean, when you're yeah, both is, your parents it are is. gone. You're suddenly alone, you know. The mm-hmm. the one person that, or the two people that love you unconditionally, they're gone. And that, of course, is a scary feeling because, uh, I mean, I'm a person that loves to be by herself quite quite a lot. But mm-hmm. that's a different thing. You know, that's by choice. But right. to, to lose the people that you love most um, is not by choice. I mean, unfortunately... It happens to all of us, but it's a scary moment in our life that takes us uh, time to overcome. I mean, we do need time to mourn. Whatever techniques we use to help us move out of this grieving, uh, we still need the time to mourn. Now, what kind of what kind of techniques do you uh, do you suggest to people? What will you do? To uh, will you do something to think about your mother this Mother's Day or? Um, do you have anything special that you will plan on doing? Well, I mean, I, I'm a person that, that has the people that she loves in her heart. So my mom and my dad are with me in my heart all the time, every day. Uh, for instance, I'm not the one that would go very often to the graveside and, you know, because that's not them. <laughs> mm-hmm. They are with me always and will always be with me. So that part of mourning, I mean, I know a lot of people from my family, especially, we had a lot of losses in the last few years, and, you know, they go every day to the graveside, and, no, I talk to them internally, and they are with me, and I think that's, you know, I I believe that life is eternal, not this physical life, but our souls are eternal, so Mm -hmm. they are still there, they are still in existence. And they watch over me, I'm sure of that. And uh, and they will stay, the love will stay within us all the time. So that's one thing that is helping me. Uh, another thing is that I look forward, you know, what is my what is my vision for the rest of my days? What do I want to do with my life? Uh, if you don't have a plan or if you don't have a vision for yourself, and you just drift along, then, of course, this is going to hit you even more, especially when you lose a child. I mean, I can't even imagine how devastating that must be. And unless you have a big dream, unless you have a big uh, vision of your own life and of your purpose and what you can do to help others and what you Mm -hmm. can do to help yourself, first of all, to become a happy, fulfilled human being. Now, now what happens? Uh, Here I am as a parent and taking care of my child all the time. And in an essence, I'm out of a job. I mean, it really, it really shakes your world. And uh, how, do you, how do you find yourself? Uh, you know, what would you recommend to someone? How do you um, find some kind of inner peace or some kind of goal? Or what do I need to do? Well, first of all, I would suggest that you make sure that uh, you have a plan, that you have a goal for your life, you know, for 
however many years there's left of your life. And you, 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 want to yeah, you have some exercises in your book to help people do that, don't you? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, exactly. And also people can actually download that first chapter because it's in the first chapter, and they can download that for free if they want to. And, and what will the first chapter uh, help them do? Well, it will help them clarify what they want to achieve in their life. And I'm not talking about... Uh, a particular success, but actually about finding themselves and their their true uh, purpose, their true belief, what they want to do with their lives. And that will be achieved within the first chapter. And we will look at lost opportunities. We will look at uh, the wake-up calls that we all have. And, yeah, talk about the wake-up calls a little bit. Do you think that, that having a loss is a wake-up call? Almost definitely, most definitely, because we all go into introspection in the moment of a, of a loss. We uh-huh. all do that. Now, you talk, you talk further in your book about the monkey mind, and, and to me, that monkey mind where after you've had a loss, your brain's going everywhere, you know, from here to there, from there to here. I, did you have that experience, Heidi, having your, you know, your thoughts scattered? After Did Scott I have died? the experience of having my thoughts scattered? Absolutely. And, but I liked also the way that Barbara said we need to find meaning and, pa- and purpose in our lives. And, and that's how I began to heal, was to figure out why was I still on the earth and what was my purpose here. And I really didn't get on that healing path until I actually knew that answer. Well, I think that's really important, and we're going to go to break now. When we come back from break, um, I want to talk a little bit with Barbara about some things like defining your purpose and also uh, these negative thoughts. She has some great ideas about how to deal with negative thoughts and finding your purpose. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. You're listening to the Open to Hope show brought to you by the Open to Hope Foundation, and we're speaking with Barbara Hoffmeister, Today, and we are speaking about finding your personal power for change. Please stay tuned for more. Welcome back to the Open to Hope Show. I'm Dr. Heidi, and I'm here with my mom, Dr. Gloria, and our guest, Barbara Hoffmeister, who is calling in from Germany. And Barbara is the author of the book, To Be or Not to Be, The Choice is Yours. Welcome back, Barbara and Gloria. Thanks, Heidi. Well, Hi, thanks for having me again. Now, Barbara, you speak all over the world, don't you? I do, yes. I've spoken already in, oh, I think, about 10 countries. Yeah, I travel a lot, and I absolutely love it. And uh, now I'm starting, I'm part of the Global True Purpose Tour. So we will have speakers from all around the world, from Hawaii, which for us in Europe is uh, at the other side of (laughs) of the world, and uh, from America, from Africa, and, of course, me from Germany. So we are starting that on the 1st of May in London, and we will be, I think, in four or five American states also this year. Wow. Now, how, pe- how will people find you? No, you've got a website, right? I have a website, yes. They can either go to barbarahoffmeister.com. That's Hoffmeister with one F. And that's just my hub site. So they, from there, they can find all my other websites, my Facebook account, Twitter account, and all of that. 
And you also have some wonderful YouTubes, lots of them. I mean, you yes, have about yes, four or five. Yeah, also that's on the, on the top side, yeah. The YouTube channel is Training Visions, and there's loads of uh, short videos with, uh, I think, nice messages on yeah, there. Yeah, you have some wonderful messages. Well, now... Um, it, so people can go and find out where you're going to be there. Well, uh, we wanted to uh, get a couple of ideas for people about finding their purpose. And you said that they could download the first chapter of your book, which has all this in it. And would they go to thetobebook.com? Is that where, where they, they would, would find it? They would go to thetobebook.com, exactly, because, uh, you know, for now I have the first chapter, the first 38 pages of the book actually are for free. And you can just sign up there and they will get it sent to them immediately. Because that has all the, you know, finding your purpose, finding your vivid vision, building up your dream. That's all in the first 38 pages. Okay. Well, and I also talk about the wake-up call and how these things happen to us so that we do wake up and we realize that we have a purpose here on this planet and we have a reason why we're here and mm. once we found that and we, we clarified that, we have a totally different grasp on life. And we're much more excited, much more enthusiastic, much more, uh, yeah, loving our life much more. It becomes easier to overcome uh, bereavement, for instance. Well, and you and, have a yeah. purpose. And people think uh, after they've had a bereavement, particularly where they've been taking care of someone, uh, it, it's, you know, or a huge loss. Um, they thought that that was their purpose, and suddenly they have another purpose, right? Or they didn't know what the purpose was? Mm-hmm, definitely, um, yeah. They you... have a purpose. They have a purpose for their own life, which is not only taking care of one other person or, you know, because that ends, but it, you have a purpose that continues. And how would I go about finding, what would one thing be for me to, to look for my purpose? Well, for instance, you can just think, let's say you imagine that you're 95 years old and you are sitting in your rocking chair. I know you Americans love rocking chairs. And you have, <laughs> your, great, <laughs> you have your great grandchildren at uh, your feet and you want to tell them the story of your life. What type of a story do you want to tell them? Ah. You know, that gives you a feeling of who you really want to be. And maybe you're not there yet and it doesn't really matter because... It's about actually seeing where do I want to go. And uh, another one that I use, for instance, is imagine you've passed away. People don't want to look there, but, you know, this happens. And imagine you've passed away and your friends and family members are at your graveside and they're talking about your life, about who you were, and who do you, what do you want them to say? Who you were. I don't think I want to. I don't think I want him to say the one thing that I hear a lot, which is they never got over it. No, definitely, definitely not. No. Yeah, and that's what that, we're. That yeah. would be sad. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what about uh, what if my inner voice is giving me bad messages? You know. Oh well, <laughs> we all have that negative self-talk, unfortunately, mm -hmm. that comes up, especially in tough times. You know, in in hard times. So one way of I mean, first of all, you need to notice it, become aware of it. That's the first step. Become aware when you have this negative self-talk because that is what is stopping you, trying something new, what is stopping you, really go for your dreams. And uh, I use the rubber band around my wrist, and I still do that today. I don't have it on anymore every day, but I do put it on, you know, whenever I go through challenging times. 
And whenever a negative thought comes up that says, you can't do that, you're not good enough, you're too old, you're too this and you're too that, I just snap it so that it really hurts because we learn from pain and we learn from joy. Ah, uh, Heidi, I like that. And pain, unfortunately, seems to be more powerful. Yeah, Heidi, uh, yeah. Heidi and I were talking about that because that's one of the cognitive therapy things that we like. What do you think about that, Heidi, the rubber band? I, I love it, and I love the idea of, you know, we always are thinking about working out our physical body and keeping it healthy and, and feeding it good foods. We need to work out our mental mind also and not allow ourselves to give ourselves negative thoughts. We need to give ourselves positive thoughts, and we need to work on it every day. Like Barbara's saying, it's so important. Yeah, Barbara, and, and uh, you, t- you talk in your book about signs, too. Don't you think there are positive signs that we ignore that are kind of telling us what to do? Oh, there is loads of signs, but when you're in a bad state, when you're in a bad mental state, when you feel depressed, when you feel down, mm-hmm. you do not see those signs. And I don't have a simple trick that <laughs> will make you see the positive signs. It's like when you're freshly in love, you don't see another man. <laughs> right. You know, they uh-huh. just don't exist. But when you are looking, you know, you see a lot of nice guys. So it's the same thing. When you feel bad, one thing that can help you snap out of really feeling down is your physiology. For instance, when you're feeling down, you normally have your head down, your shoulders are curved forward, your whole body is sort of going almost into uh, embryo uh, uh, state. And you can change that immediately by just standing up, putting your hands up in the air, like, you know, like the winners do when the sports, when they win, Uh they jump up in the air, they throw their hands up, and they look up, look up to the ceiling, have your hands up in the air, and put a smile on your face, even if you don't feel like smiling. And I promise you, if you hold that stance for even less than a minute, the negative thoughts will be gone. It is impossible to think depressing thoughts when you're in that physical state. Well, Barbara Hoffmeister, thank you so much for being on the show today. And I, I think you're, I'm sure you're a wonderful inspiration to people all around the world. And, and I hope people will download the chapter of your book and will look at finding your personal power for change. Heidi, do you have any last thoughts for Barbara? I just want to thank Barbara for helping people find hope and and making shifts in their lives after profound losses. Thanks, Barbara. Thanks, You're Barbara. You're welcome, and thanks for having had me, for uh, giving me this opportunity to talk to your people. Thank you, and have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, you've been listening to the Open to Hope show, and Heidi and I would just want to remind you before you close that you need not walk alone. We're here for you every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. You have been listening to Open to Hope Radio. If you have found this show to be helpful, you may visit us at opentohope.com, where you can become a part of our caring community by signing up for Facebook, Twitter, and the Open to Hope Foundation newsletter. Thanks for listening, and tune in again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time.